So being that uh, <clears throat> being that you live in Bushwick now, yeah, and Takashi's out, I think it's a good segue to talk about some hip hop artists. Yeah, if you could call that hip hop. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Takashi? And just give us your top three MCs. Top three MCs. Well, my thoughts on Takashi. I think that whole situation is is really fascinating because it's like I think it shows that our generation is is really fascinated in a story, no matter what the consequences are, no matter if it's true or false. Because if you look at Takashi Six Nine, it's like all the things he's done are like really horrible, but he got famous because he was just courting attention at any cost. Like it's kind of that thing. There's this um there's this dude on YouTube. His name is Hello Yasin, and he just analyzes all of the rappers through the 48 laws of power and the one that Takashi 69 does is he courts attention at any cost no matter if he even like caught you know risks his life gets him kidnapped gets his baby mama put in danger alienates him from the game of hip-hop um and that's like we we see that in politics like Donald Trump we see that in like sports at times so I think he's just a commentary an example of like what, what's going on in our culture but top MCs um I would say this is a not a popular opinion but Logic is in my top five MCs I haven't heard much of Logic, but when I have heard him, he's, he's man. You know who I'd say right now? <laughs> he's, 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 Joe Budden. He's not terrible. He's not. He's not terrible. Oh shit! You know. You know. You know what it is for Logic. What put him onto the scene, and a lot of people make fun of him for, was he did the one eight hundred. You know the Suicide Hotline yeah. song. Yeah. And that's what put him on, blew him up. A lot of people knew him before that, but to put him on to America, that's what put him on. And a lot of people like. A lot but, of people but that's that. like in hip hop it's for some reason it's corny to talk about mental health but like i think that logic like i did in a review on his last album he retired from the game he was yeah, kind of like, he was like pushed out of the game because they <clears> trolled <throat> him so hard but like he was like calling out joe budden and a couple of other people or some yeah. shit like that well, like, I, didn't, like, I, mean, I like i mean i like uh but from this uh like guy who like i actually like listen to his music i don't listen to it a lot i won't say i have anything downloaded from him, but i do hear him he always he sounds dope uh joiner lucas yeah, he's tough. He, like that nigga spit. That Will shit? Yeah. I didn't hear the remix with Will Smith. I heard his actual heard the the Will remix. one. I didn't, I didn't hear the Will Smith one. But yeah. like, the, the, I, the concept behind the video was fucking genius. It was crazy. It's like, he's killed that video but like the, the, i'm the, not a fan but he bodied that video yeah but then it's like if you look at everything that like will smith actually did like the fresh prince of bel-air like that was like one of the first examples of seeing like an affluent african-american family like that was the first time people knew that like a black man could be a judge or that you could have like a valley girl that's a black girl or like that's all uh, those things that was actually i was like a i'll say that was like a 90s version of the cosby show because yeah. the Cosby show is really like, and they, they said, like, Chappelle said it, like, we kept saying, but he that, they ended it, but he's a raper. We kept bringing up the Bill Cosby, but he's a raper jokes. Um, and that stand up. <laughs> he's a raper. Um, and he's like, yo, Jesus like, he's Christ. the first, like, he brought in psychologist. He didn't want any negative portrayals of black people on the Cosby show. Everything he did and to portray a black family, I had never been seen on TV at that time. Yeah. All you had, you know, was the, you know, we're talking about Willis's, the, you know, the moving on ups in the world, the yeah. Samson, the Sanford Comic and Sons. Yeah. You know, so like he said, he did that. And then I'll say, uh, damn it, you just said it. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But then you also eventually had on. There was some shows in the 90s. Like we got uh, Family Matters. Oh, yeah. Like we like there, there was shows in the 90s like Rock. Mm -hmm. People don't remember Rock, rock. man. Like that was a deep show Damn. in the '90s for for people to deal with, like for everything going on. Living yeah. single, even like the, the show successful the Proud Black Family. Black, 
You watch The Proud Family? I didn't really watch it. My little cousins watched it. They were younger than me. They watched a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah. Like, that's so Raven showing these shows that show prominent stuff for black people that you just, uh, like, I can honestly say I don't, I, I couldn't say I don't, I, I'm going to say I don't know what it would be right now on, maybe I, I'll say blackish would be the best thing for, you know, black people right now as a positive portrayal of black people yeah. and modern TV. Yeah. That'd probably be I the, can't even say I've ever watched an episode of that. I've, I've watched never a couple. Seen an of that shit. Yo, I've watched a couple. Anthony <clears> Anderson <throat> is first off. I've, I've burped, uh, bumped a few times doing security. Good dude. Mm. Nice, act, 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 like an actual nice person to meet. Um, but like he's great on that show. You're talking about Anthony and Anderson. Tracy, yeah, Anthony Anderson, and uh, and Tracy Ellis Ross, like is a, is a phenomenal actress. And I think that they just do good on that show together. And even seeing how many spinoffs they had from that, they went from that to uh, they have grownish. Uh, where the older daughter went to college, now showing like a now a young black woman in a college setting, and, and they got mixed you know, trying to grow up, and then mixedish, which mm -hmm. is the prequel for how you know she came over with her family, and you know they were biracial from a fucking commune, and then they just come to new, to uh, to the USA in the 80s, and it's like finding out life. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So like it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so <clears throat> you it's, said logic. Yeah. You still owe us two more. All right, so so I said logic was in my top five, but I I don't put rappers in like the one, two, three, four. But I'll say my top five. I, I think uh, Drake is in there. He's definitely con he's uh, complex. We can talk about him in a second. Uh, honestly, it's a lot of the same people who have been doing it for a decade. You know, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar. Um, fit one more in there. I don't know if I should say Kanye West. I don't know if I should say Jay Z. Um, that's a hard question. That's a hard question because this next generation is getting kind of crazy. Neither one of those two that you just said but bad answers because I tell everyone I don't agree with anything he's done or said recently, but I'm still a huge Kanye stan. I don't say fan. I say stan. Yeah. And, and music fans know what a stan <laughs> is. And I can admit I'm a Kanye West stan. Yeah. I've heard everything he's ever made. Yeah. All his, you know, solo shit ever. Um, and he's, he's like, he, he knows, everyone knows he's my favorite musical artist of ever he's been saying the same thing for a long time like uh like jesus walks like he's like like you listen to that man yeah. you listen to uh like even uh jesus walks um on the the intro song to uh late registration uh i heard him say with adam levine the, uh when he yeah. throws out the aluak barn throwing some hot cars things you see in his dreams and shot cars yeah. like like, he, like, you listen to Kanye West. He's always had a little bit of spiritual shit in his raps. He was, like, talking about, like, if I talk about God, my record won't get played. Like, made a whole album about Jesus. Yeah, but and now, then, now he's fucking three billion in. He could do whatever the hell he wants now. Like, even, yeah. yo, people that try to shit on Jesus is king. I'm like, yo, I don't know what a Kanye West gospel almost sound like. But he really did try gospel with the life of pablo yeah. like there were a lot of like gospel samples a lot of like you had the, the like the choir samples in the background you like mixed this still did some of his old chipmunk shit on yeah. you see videos but, of him on the plane with the whole choir like they travel together like it's an actual thing he's not just using the the church you know the gospel market to yeah. try to come up he's actually believing this like, shit but he believes like in, in, well in the gospel for him like you know how people say the gospel, the gospel like they say that whatever yeah. But that's the um. thing, because it's like Kanye West 
to be honest, is the first rapper that's like been mainstream Christian, you know, but he's also the first rapper that's been like super duper mainstream, like about mental health. And so I think that like looking at him and like everything that he's going through, um, it kind of shows us why we have to embrace rappers like Logic who talk about mental health because the consequences like artists like Kanye West who don't get this. So if Kanye West had had his diagnosis and he'd had the support that he needed years ago, I think we'd be seeing a very different individual. I mean, he always had to, to tell people too, he always had these outbursts always from when he first came up like there was the whole thing at the emas when you know, all these stormed <clears> off of award shows attacking the fucking that. photographer at the airport like, <laughs> yeah before, before, before all that he had his his moments but i think everyone draws back to man like losing his mom was a big thing for him bro oh yeah like seeing like how he was different live when he did hey mama even a year like a year and some change later at the grammys like the way he did that shit live and even still live year and a half later he still can't handle it like to do like the, the performance for his mom like and it was just like that like he was he's hearing his songs he talks about her and even how he's come back like even how he's talked about her so many times like how many times on, on records has he talked about the, the thing about suicide after uh on what was it uh fucking the what the click what other uh, when he was like suicide when my mama passed oh. shit what kind of talk is that like he said yeah. it so many times like he's he thought about killing himself after yeah, it like yeah, fucking yeah. i thought about killing you today yeah like yeah. that was my favorite joint off of that uh was that the yay album yeah yeah <clears throat> um what do you guys think about people like harry mack that just go into the radio studios on the streets with a little uh, beat in his hand and he just starts freestyling off of everything that he sees. I don't I don't know who Harry Mack is, honestly. Is that the dude? Who, the white boy. Uh, the, I only saw that 60-second clip of him. I saw that it's actually a longer seven-minute like video. I didn't watch it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I did, but I saw him do that. That was that was that was, I, that was pretty cool. That was pretty dope when he was like rapping to the kid. He was like, and then like the kid, he's adding, like, he's freestyling like the kid, like being amazed at what he's saying. Like kid, like like so dope. You don't know what to say. like the, this kid sitting, he's like but like rapping the kid's amazement into his freestyle mm. and making the kid more amazed. The kid's like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's one of those things. I feel like freestyle, <clears throat> the word freestyling became lost because. Um, now you talk about these freestyle battles, but everything is written. Exactly, that's the thing. Like that's so why it's I can't just about really not fucking up. That's really what it's about. Just like if you go back a generation, you look at like Jay Z. Like some of his like craziest bars were like freestyles. He did like a public service announcement. Like my name is Hove, H to the O V. That was all freestyle. And then you look at like Drake, and then you look at the credits on his Spotify, and there are at least five writers on a song. This, I mean, it's like, I mean, even he said it. Like he said, "Don't want to love." Uh, fuck track was that on um on so far gone when he did the uh the goddamn the say you will beat when he was talking about lost some of the hottest verses down on uh down in cabo so if you find a black bird with a sky scroll send that motherfucker to the hottest rapper that you know that's that's crazy that you remember that i love that like he's another i won't say a stand but when he was good like i, I fucked with drake i still fuck with drake now but i think he's like too mainstream like yeah, we have famous. a friend who loves drake everything but like the yeah. new shit i've heard from him doesn't blow me away but like then the it's new like, shit from uh, like the shit he did hungry. with Khaled wasn't hot he's not as hungry no there, there's something about like being an artist and like you could hear that like drake had this like attachment to like writing bars and like going in and like coming from his blackberry and spitting the bars but then you know there was a bar where he was like i could use a writer just to even out my flows you probably remember that yeah and then like the whole quentin miller thing and then like even when he's like rapping in arabic and like rapping in french you're like okay like that's definitely not you yeah. you know it's just <clears throat> once you reach that level of success 
you can't write all your shit. Especially when it's not like back in the day where, you know, every three or four years a band will put out a full album and then tour maybe two years with the album and all that shit and then take two years off, do it all over again. Now it's a singles game. So every time you put out a track, they're like, all right, when's the next track coming out? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you got to just have work after work after work. And after a while, it's like, you can't write all that shit. All your songs are going to start sounding the same. Yeah, so that, you, you bring in different I, people, and that's it. That's why I like the lo-fi wave as a producer, because like as a producer, like you can just put out these different beats that have so many different ideas. You don't have to put out an album, and people will bump lo-fi like bubblegum, you know. Shit. So it's a uh, it's a good place to be. Like um, this past Saturday, we did a pay-per-view show in the back, and I premiered a new track that I had wrote, and I wrote the track a couple days earlier, and since the day that I wrote that track my brother wrote about six new tracks mm. and he's just sending me reference recordings and the lyrics and everything and he's just like here here and all this stuff is stuff that we're going to try to put out under the label and i'm just like all right so you already know what your job is now you're just the writer put together the flows put together the reference so that when we actually bring in an artist because i'm not going to do all the songs mm. when we bring in the right artists to, to for the right song we got a pop song bring in a pop artist then we put that out then when you see the credits on Spotify, you'll see everybody gets their piece and all that shit. Yeah, man. But now it's just about getting the, the product out there. A lot of people don't even give a fuck that you didn't write it. Yeah, man. They just want you to, to sing it. Exactly. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, the music industry, I think that even though the music industry is changing and it's frustrating, I think that there's definitely a lot of opportunity. There's opportunity for you guys, like when you're writing or like just producing or getting people involved, like it's no longer, you can't do this solo thing where you're just like a, like a Kanye West making five beats a day for three summers and hoping that somebody finds you. Like now you have to go and get it. Yeah, now you have to like really like I, I, I can't think of anybody that's like out there now has just been discovered like now like you have to put yourself out there like to to hit it man yeah. like that's the thing people don't understand too man like even when people have asked us for podcasting advice you know how people have asked me and I've been an open book to them I've given them every single piece of advice from everything we've ever went through and people still don't follow through like I let them pick my brain on everything they need to know regarding anything in this format because we didn't learn a lot for this this was all a learning experience for every like step of doing this over the years with us so anytime anybody asks us something i would be like yo if I don't know I'll put you in touch with him so yeah. he'll let you know yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying and still yeah. like we people. didn't we didn't have like a mentor yeah. we didn't have somebody that was like yo this is what you need to do and this is how you need to do it Yeah, we just started doing shit and failing publicly I, that's I like you guys' show a lot though. That's the thing because I think that like what I like about Bushwick is there are just like so many people like yourselves, like Danny, like John Block, like all these people who I consider like creative geniuses. And there's no there's no book like you can't find like how do we make this happen? Like you guys have been like that's what I tell people too when they tell us. You know how many people have told me yo you need to go to school to do that to get it for people to look at you. You need a degree. Like why do I need a degree to sit why in front of a microphone? Nah, <laughs> nah, like, nah, what? Nah. You like, need what, a degree like, from what, the streets. The streets. That's it. Y'all. School of hard knocks. <laughs> Like, like people like who say that it's like yo I, like I, I get what people mean with it and it's like this isn't a thing you get from school yeah. like you, you don't get media training like you can learn how to work everything the production side engineering side and that's what a lot of people learn journalism school you know media school that's what you know technical shit yeah, yeah. but this, this is just you either have it or you don't and this I think is, we this, have this, it this when is, we're together like yeah, what we've tried to do is with other people it's not the same it's energy not the, not the same feel like it's just not the same because yeah. you can't teach 20 years plus of friendship of this no. type of banter so, uh, it's this easy I don't have to think when yeah. I'm on stage with him we don't think we just talk 
Yeah. Like, there's been so many times, like, if you listen to the podcast, you could tell, like, there was one when my boss called me in the middle of one, and I, like, sent it to voicemail, and, like, right after, hit me again. I'm like, shit, I got to take this call, because I told him something happened at work that day. I'm like, he's calling me about this. Like, yo, I got to step off. Yo, went into the bathroom, and he kept it rolling. He was like, came right back. You, you, you wouldn't know. And I was like, but you heard me say it. Like, yeah. but, well, there'll be times while we're recording. One of us will take a bathroom break, and the other one will just keep going for that, like that minute yeah, while yeah, the hands yeah. thing come back. Yeah. And the only reason you you've actually noticed recently when on air is because we've left the door cracked, and you can hear you us. You hear the toilet flushing. <laughs> <laughs> or you hear the yeah. or you hear a powerful stream because we've been yeah. drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. You hear but, the fire holes. But uh, I wish I wish I could talk with you guys forever. You guys have an amazing show, and thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to to keep on working with you guys and hearing more of what you do. Yeah, man, we thank you for coming on, man. Because I know you uh, you got to get out of here. You can't ride the whole one with us here. Yeah, man. Man. I'll be right back. Up. I'll be back. I know yeah, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna get you back on here again, brother. But thank you for coming on, bro. It was amazing. Anytime, bro. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Yes, sir. And that was Ramon Mama here with us.